What's up, everybody? Welcome back to our second ever video, our second edition of Weekly Word. I am the host and uh, lead pastor of Reborn Nation, Joshua Peavy, here in beautiful Savannah, Georgia area. And uh, this, is, this is our second installment. We did our first one uh, last week. If you guys watched it, if not, you need to check it out right quick. It's called Our Ghosts Real. So go look that up, and if you can't find the video, you can get the podcast. It's about to be available everywhere that you can find podcasts. But today is a, a new installment, a new video with a new topic, uh, and it's one that I was going to do the first week. We saved it for week number two. My staff did not sway my judgment from this topic today. Today we're going to answer the question, did giants really exist? Did giants really exist? Again, our whole point here is uh, I pastor Reborn Nation Church, and we thought about uh, the whole reason for this this video series is to answer uh, practical and real questions that people have about the Bible or about church or Christianity. Now, we're going to answer those in a biblical format and use biblical uh, text and, and evidence, but we're also going to sometimes use other texts to help corroborate uh, what we learn from the Bible. So today is one of those examples to answer the question, did giants really exist? Now, you may think, well, I don't have a common question. I don't often think back, well, did giants really exist? Well, anytime anybody goes to mention David and Goliath, you know the first thing you say, well, I wonder how tall Goliath really was, you know? Um, and so, especially with today's Marvel Cinematic Universe and and uh, all these movies about, uh, you know, Godzilla was coming out last couple of years and and uh, King of Monsters, all this stuff we see, even Dwayne The Rock Johnson and uh, the Hercules reboot, we have all these fantastical things uh, that, that really kind of grab hold of our human psyche. And so today, I'm going to talk to you about did giants really exist? In the meantime, Nestle, if you're watching, you have pure life. Who knows more about the pure life than Nestle? Waiting on you. Come on, get you some of this. <laughs> but today, did giants really exist? Going to talk about it from a biblical perspective. Numbers chapter 13, verses 32 and 33 say this. It says, so they brought to the people of Israel a bad report of the land they had spied out, saying... The land through which we have gone to spy it out is a land that devours its inhabitants and all the people that we saw in it are of great height. And we saw the Nephilim there, the sons of Anak, who come from the Nephilim, and we seem to ourselves like grasshoppers and so we seem to them. Right off the bat, Nephilim is translated as giants. The, the Nephilim... Um, as well as the Anakim that we read in biblical text. And they're not just found in biblical text. They're found in Greek text and Egyptian text and all this stuff. That was the name given to this giant race, this race of people that were giant compared uh, to the people around them. Uh, so we have it talking about there in Numbers chapter 13. Let's go to the famous story that we all know about the most, which is David and Goliath, which is 1 Samuel chapter 17. I'm reading from the English Standard Version of both of my texts today. And it says, verse 17, starting verse 1, Now the Philistines gathered their armies for battle, and they were gathered at Succah, which belongs to Judah, and encamped between Succah and Azekah in Ephesdamim. And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered and encamped in the valley of Elah, and drew up in line of battle against the Philistines. And the Philistines, or the Philistines, however you want to pronounce it, stood on the mountain on the one side, and Israel stood on the mountain on the other side, with a valley between them. And there came out from the camp of the Philistines a champion named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. Now, we can go on and read the rest of this. It talks about the weight of his armor and stuff, but 
six cubits and a span, which leaves us to varying on what you think about the length of a cubit, this ancient measurement of length that we have. Uh, some would say that Goliath could have been as small as six foot nine inches tall or as tall as nine feet or even taller. And so what I did is um, I did a lot of research going into this, and I found this 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 thesis, this paper written by Clyde E. Billington uh, in two, September 2007, and he wrote this in response to uh, an article called Reconsidering the Height of Goliath that was in the December 2005 issue of the journal uh, that Daniel Hayes wrote. Now, so the first thing you need to understand about this is, is what is a cubit? Now, the biblical cubit, we we that's where the question comes in, uh, because they did measure Goliath, and he was six cubits and a span. And so what we read is, uh, you if you research, you'll find that there were domestic uh, lengths of measurement called cubits, and then there were the royal Egyptian cubits, which, if you can recall, or if you know anything about biblical history, this would have been uh, when they first encountered the giants, the Nephilim, uh, in the land they were spying out and spying out in Canaan, this is on the heels of them leaving Egypt. So it makes sense they would have been using the royal Egyptian Egyptian cubit of length and measurement, as opposed to the common domestic cubit of the day. They had just left and they were slaves, uh, working and building pyramids, doing all this in Egypt. So it makes sense they would have used these royal royal Egyptian cubits. Uh, but what got interesting is not only is this a biblical text talking about were giants real. Uh, but we find this in Egyptian texts. Now, let me go ahead and dispel a couple rumors for you, first of all. Get, get some good information here. Can we see any current or modern-day examples of giants? Well, the obvious the first one that I think everybody thinks of is Shaquille O'Neal. And if not Shaquille O'Neal, you think Yao Ming. Uh, you know, Shaquille O'Neal is, 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 is seven foot, two inches tall. Yao Ming, I believe, was seven four or seven foot, five inches tall. But the tallest uh, person measured in the modern era of history that we have a historical documentation uh, was a man named Robert Wadlow, who lived from around 1918 to, I think, 1940. Robert, Rodlo, Robert Wadlow, excuse me, was 8 feet and 11 inches tall. Just, matter of fact, just over 8 foot 11, not quite 9 feet tall. So we have seen the, the growth of Robert Wadlow at, at 8 feet 11 inches tall. We have examples like Shaquille O'Neal at 7 foot 2. And NBA players all over the court, it's nothing for a guy to be 6'10", 6'11", 7 foot, 7'1", uh, if you will, these large human beings. But we're talking giants. And somebody who is 7 foot tall is certainly a tall individual. But I, at 6 foot 2, would not look at a 7 foot tall individual and say, oh, it's a giant. I would look, that's a really tall guy. You would have to be really tall for me to look and think giant, and I'm thinking eight foot, nine foot, ten foot tall. And so we have modern day examples. Robert Wadlow being the one that is in the Guinness Book of World Records as the tallest human ever recorded in our current history at eight foot eleven. I don't think at all that there's any biblical evidence or any biblical description or any description anywhere of fifty foot tall giants. These fantastical giants that when you think giant, maybe you think. Jack uh, the Giant Slayer or Jack and the Beanstalk or, or these massive 30-foot, 40-foot, 50-tall giants. There's nowhere. And if and we're not sitting here thinking that these little videos that you see on YouTube that show these fake <laughs> graves, that that there's these giant bones perfectly intact with the skull and the, the, the spine and the arms and legs, and it's about 50-foot long. Those are works of, of graphic design and and that is not real. I don't think at all that anybody could logically reason or think that there were 50-foot or 30-foot tall human beings called giants. That is not what we think. 
Um, nor is that what we think in Genesis where it says, uh, sons of God live with the daughters of men and they begot a race of giants. I don't think that the biblical text champions uh, 50 foot tall humans or, or crossbreed of whatever. So we're not out here thinking some way out there idea, but can't we see the conceivable truth here with somebody like a Shaquille O'Neal or Robert Wadlow that there are uh, genes in the in the in human genome uh, that create or lead somebody to be giant in size or height? Now, going to this uh, this Egyptian text, I'm gonna tell you where you can find it because I, I, I got we got history for y'all. We got absolute historical documentation that you can look up for yourself to to make sure you understand. We're not just taking biblical scripture; we are validating the biblical account for giants with non-Christian documentation. And so we see that in uh, the text called the Egyptian Execration Text from the Middle Kingdom period, circa 1850 B.C. So around 1850 B.C., we have these Egyptian Execration Texts uh, that we find that, that, that speak to us and, and give us historic documentation. And guess what is found on these Egyptian texts from 1850 B.C.? We, we see the words the Anakim and the Nephilim, uh, which are the words that, that were called what they called giants in that day. Nephilim and Anakim, they are found there. And it's also list, um, it also lists uh, the current Jews as the uh, Shasu, um, and anybody who was not Egyptian was listed as being a Shasu person. Now, that would be like uh, in the Jewish faith, seeing Jew and Gentile, anybody who's not a Jew is a Gentile. It's kind of just set up, you know, that, that way of thinking. So the Egyptians had themselves in the Shasu, and they have them listed. But they also list in these, these, these Egyptian texts about the Anakim and the Nephilim. And uh, when you get to the Egyptian royal cubits, even in these books uh, of, of the Egyptian circa 1850 B.C., the execration text, uh, it lists the heights of average men, average people, and it talks about the height of these giants being anywhere from around six, ten, seven feet. The Egyptian text lists giants between six, uh, six, ten, or seven feet, depending on your cubits. So give or take an inch. These are royal Egyptian cubits. It talks about people being between seven feet and as tall as nine feet and taller. From seven feet to nine feet and taller. That's a giant. That matches the biblical cubit measurement of Goliath being over nine feet tall. And even if you were to um, take away the the error, you know, uh, any kind of uh, amount for error, you're still looking at somebody that would have been eight foot, six inches tall at the smallest, uh, but possibly well over nine feet and possibly up as much as 11 feet. There was a giant list in the Bible named Og who had a bed that was 13 feet long. Um, and so these cubits, that we see, we, we, we have them in this uh, ancient Egyptian execration text, as well as Greek text that mention these Anakim and Nephilim, these giants. And we have a biblical measurement of cubits that tell us Goliath was over nine feet tall. Now we have the Egyptian, non-Christian, non-biblical historic documentation that also lists giants from being anywhere from seven to nine feet and taller. And so were giant, did giants really exist? Well, according to the Bible, Every Christian who believes the Bible has to say unequivocally, yes, the Bible says giants existed, and it's not some made-up story of just some really tall dude. Um, again, common sense, if I look at Shaquille O'Neal, I'm six foot two. I'm not thinking Shaquille O'Neal's a giant. I think he's a huge dude. 
He's a huge man. He's a, he's a freak of nature. He's tall, but he is not what I would call a giant. You put me next to somebody that's nine feet, 10 feet tall, now I'm looking at a giant, right? Eight, even eight feet tall, that's a giant. And so we have biblical and Egyptian texts that list seven to nine feet and taller giants, which were a well-known common theme. And the Egyptians write about them in these execration texts. They were fearful of this race of people because they were giants. They were huge human beings. And so uh, with these, these cubits being the fact that Goliath was, was at the very least, and they're judging, they're, they're looking at error. Goliath himself was at the very least eight feet, seven inches tall. But he's listed biblically as being over nine feet tall, really nine feet, nine inches if you use the royal Egyptian cubit, and there was no error given. So Goliath was real. Were, did giants really exist? Yeah, according to multiple texts. Now, we sit here today and it's easy to think, well, well, this is fantastic. And back then we had these great storytellers and these oral history, and it got passed down. And it's it's like that fish story. You know, when you caught a fish one day and it was a bass, and he was only about that big and weighed about a pound. By the time you get 60, 65 years old and you're telling your grandkids about it, that same bass is now two and a half feet long and a 15-pound monster that you caught. Well, that's not the case. They 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 knew and carried the, the, this, the text in their history carried a lot of weight and was very important to them. It wasn't just oral history. It was written history. And if you, I don't know about you, but again, we see these pyramids before us today in, in, in Giza and all throughout Egypt. The Egyptians clearly knew how to document and measure and clearly knew mathematics. Just look at the castles and the pyramids in Egypt and you see the mathematical genius uh, uh, and the record keeping of Egyptians and their measurements. So it's one thing to say, well, I don't believe the Bible, but how do you even argue with this? Right. Nobody. You can look at the pyramids and see the proof of this uh, master expertise and measurements for the Egyptians uh, in the ancient days. And they're telling us, hey, there's giant people that are over seven feet tall, some eight feet, some nine feet and taller. These giant people. So did giants really exist? Yeah. We have our current day uh, Robert Wadlow, eight feet, 11 inches tall. Giants have been marked throughout history. They really existed. How amazing is that? That makes our world small. Now, here's, here's the, other, the other kicker. I'm going to give you some biblical uh, information before we quit and, and cut this off. The average Jewish man, <laughs> uh, which David was a Jewish king. He was Hebrew. The average Semite male at the time of David and Goliath would have been five feet tall. The average would have been five foot to five foot three. And here's Goliath standing over nine foot tall. That would put the same equivalence of me being 6'2 and looking at a giant that is 10 and a half, 11 feet tall. David is, and here's the thing, David is young. He's a shepherd boy. He's a, he's a teenager at best. He is young. So David's probably not even five foot tall. He's under five feet and he's facing off against this giant that is over nine feet tall. It's twice his height and about six, eight times his body size. Easy. And yet he trusts God and he goes out and, as the story says, he slays Goliath, he kills the giant in the name of God. So um, what does the Bible say? What does history say? Did giants really exist? Yeah, giants really existed. Uh, why don't we see more of them today? Let's ask that question. Why don't we see giants today then? Why don't we see more Robert Wadlow's? Well, I think uh, over time as the human genome and as our genes mix with as peoples and, and as we, uh, I do believe in, in macro evolution, as we grow and we change and you know, people are getting bigger and taller uh, today. That's a, that's a thing throughout history. I, on average, we're changing. And uh, I think that, again, this race of giants were, according to the Bible, they were wiped out. According to either other, other texts you research, 
because they were such massive foes, people would band together. They wiped this 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 race of people off the face of the earth. But biblically, historically, the giants exist. Absolutely, the giants exist today. Who knows? Maybe somewhere in the Amazon rainforest. But that's neither here nor there. Hope you got some valuable information. Uh, right quick again, if you like this this video, you want to see more of them. You can submit your questions and topics for us to review to make a video on. Or you can help support this, whether you are a Christian or not, whether you're just a history buff, whether you just like these cool videos. You can text us. You're going to see it on the screen. Uh, we have a text to give option. You can text any dollar amount, 84321. You can also cash app, cash app us here at uh, this name as well. Um, but hey, check it out, share it, tag somebody you think might be interested in this. If you have any questions you would like, if you'd like me to cite uh, the material that we read from, if you would like to have some of that information for your own personal study, that's fine as well. But hope you enjoyed it, guys. Hope you enjoyed this edition of Weekly Word with Joshua Peavy. Uh, God bless you. We'll see you next time. Who knows what the topic could be? Tune in and share this podcast, share this video. We'll see you soon.